it's time to start living the life you aspire to have. This is the 1% Effect Show, where you'll learn how to ramp up your health, mind, and body, giving you the best chance to live a life with purpose and insane progress. The 1% Effect focuses on the strategy of improving by just 1% every day. This podcast will provide you with simple, actionable steps to become 1% stronger, smarter, and wiser with each episode. If you like what you hear, make sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment, or pass it along to someone you think could benefit. So I am on currently with a good friend of mine. Um, she's also someone I knew through the mastermind that, I, that we're both in. And her name is Nicole, Nicole Gomez. Do you go by, by a nickname? I don't. No. Okay. No, it's so it's just Nicole. <laughs> um, and uh, we both um, are coaches, but Nicole is specifically working with, um, I, I don't know if you would say ex-athletes or you know, athletes that maybe have just kind of lost their way a little bit, you know, maybe leaving a sport or finishing up, getting older, having babies, whatever it looks like for that person. But she works with athletes um, and really helping them not go down the fad diet lane, helping them stay on track, eating healthy in a way that's not going to feel extremely restrictive and having workouts that are extremely effective because I've seen them. Um, actually your workouts are very similar to mine and uh, she is ultimately on a path to help athletes become their best self um, to become to get in the best shape of their lives and she is certified in NASM she's been coaching for how long now like four years four years yeah but she's been training and been active for 20 because she played soccer um, all the way up until college. Am I right? Mm -hmm. And now she is helping all those around her, probably even old friends, get back into the shape that they once were in um, through her program. So I'm so glad that you're on here. I think what you have to say and what you have to bring to the table is extremely relevant and probably packed with information um, for people that are going to be listening to this. So first off, like, let's talk about Let's talk about how you started. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about how you started. Um, like growing up, were you always into being active? How, how was that when you were younger? So I basically started playing soccer when I was five years old. So I've always been active and it wasn't like... It was just kind of, I mean, it was for fun, obviously, but it was very important. Like soccer was huge in my family for my dad, for my brother. Um, so it was always like club soccer. Like it was legit. Like if I had homework or if I had practice, I was going to practice <laughs> and doing, like I remember my dad saying like, just do your homework at lunch. And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so soccer was always very important. Um, and I was very active in that sense. Um, nutrition wise honestly not great at home like we kind of had just like 
processed foods. I remember having like cup noodles for breakfast when I didn't know what to eat, like literally anything in my house. Um, so the activity was always there. It was mostly that discipline of being an athlete. Like I had to show up for practice. I had to perform well in games. Um, it was always that pressure with my dad and it kind of just stick, stuck with me and just transferred to um, different aspects of my life, like because I was playing so hard in soccer, like I had to do well in school. And then as I kind of grew up, I realized like, okay, since I ate so bad or since we had such bad food in our house, um, just like nonsense, like Oreos, chips, uh, you know, again, Chef Boyardee, like literally everything. Yeah. Um, then it kind of started to catch up to me, especially like middle school, high school, when I was trying to perform better than everybody else and I was you know slower than them like I wasn't performing as well so that's where I started to okay and as also like around that age is when you kind of figure out like okay I kind of look a certain way and you start to realize you know I want to look skinnier because people should be skinny so that was kind of in my head as well Mm -hmm. um so again just wanting to perform better I started just trying um you know, to better my diet. So that's kind of how it all started. Training was always there. And that that mindset around that with just soccer, but nutrition was, a, I had, was something I just had to work on. Mm. So like, when you were trying to figure out nutrition, like what was one of the first steps that you took as a beginner, not really knowing anything, like getting to that point? So the beginning was easy, because it was like the basics of getting things out of my house so my mom would always buy me for example like oreos or like so good but that would be like a nighttime habit Mm -hmm. so at night i would just always have them so then it became a thing where like okay i won't have that or like i would tell my mom hey don't buy them anymore so it was things in the house that we started with first um getting rid of like just right like what you would consider junk food um eventually obviously like that works you know you start cutting down on chocolate you stop eating as much it it works for a while um but once that kind of stopped working then it was ultimately in the sense of eating less so that kind of happened in high school um Mm -hmm. i didn't know what to do so like i wouldn't have lunch or like i would have a granola bar at school or like just an apple or like just try not to eat throughout the day so that was like my first step after like the easy step Oh, so like you would like kind of skip lunch, like you'd just have like a little snack. Yeah. So I would literally like just try to not have lunch at all. Um, But I would have like a granola bar, literally like a tiny little granola bar. And then everybody else would be eating. I'm like, no, I have to lose weight. Like I need to eat less. Um, So that was my thing. Like eat less, eat less it eventually didn't work because like over the weekend or like when I wasn't in school, I would just eat everything, especially when I was out. Like I would just restrict myself so much that when it kind of came to the point where I was out eating or I was home finally for dinner, like I was so hungry and then I would just eat everything anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was like that short term win. Like you wanted to be able to go through the day without eating. And then as soon as you had that chance to eat again, you just took it. Um, Yeah. I was like, I was, I wanted to go back to the Oreo thing because I like specifically remember I had a a Cheetos obsession and a Oreos obsession. And like, 
I don't know about you, but the people that kind of know you now, maybe they didn't know you at that time. They're like, you know, how do you do it? Or like, whatever. And you're like, dude, you don't even know. Like, <laughs> I did have, like, I told my, my husband the other day, did you know that I used to eat like a four pack of Oreos like every day after school with milk, like a full glass of whole milk. And that was just like, and whole milk's not even that bad for you, right? Like, especially as you're growing. Um, but the Oreos, man, every time, like, and it was like months at a time that I was like, ooh, Oreos, as soon as I get home. And then I went into the Cheetos phase where I like loved Cheetos. Um, but yeah, I definitely know what you mean where it's like you had to do those small things because you realized it was, a, it was kind of addicting. Um, yeah. And then, so then you went to the other extreme where you weren't eating like hardly anything. Um, like, how did you get out of that mindset or that mentality of like, I'm not going to eat anything and now I'm going to eat whatever I want as soon as I get the chance to. <laughs> for, girl, for girls, it's really hard mentally. Like it's, it's yeah. really challenging. Yeah. So I mean, during this, it like it worked. I started losing weight in high school, kind of. Um, but m your bodies are changing in high school anyways. So that was all happening at once. And it, it did go into more like college when I started just being like trying to eat healthy. But the relationship with like food took a long time because it was always like, okay, I have to try this. And then I have to try that. And I have to try this. So like, it was always like restrict binge or like, try this method and then give up like eat clean and try like cheat meals once a week. And so I, I went through a, a couple years of just trying things. So one was like skipping lunch. Um, I've tried like, you know, like those uh, fat burning pills, you know, those things in high school. But then when I got to college, I... okay, so then I started trying just a bunch of different things that like I would just read about, um, like obviously eating really, really clean and then having like one cheat meal. But that was like super <laughs> excessive cheat meal. I would just go in like, oh, this yeah. is my only day being able to do that. So I would just have like so much food. Um, I tried the like cutting your meals in half, you know, like eating every mm -hmm. three hours. And I think that was the worst one out of all of them. Which What, what made it feel like the worst? Because like I would literally cut everything. So I would have, let's say I had a sandwich for breakfast. I would only eat half of it. And then I'm like, okay, I have to eat the other half in like three hours. So it's every single meal. I would just have the portion, but just eat it split up. So it was like, okay, okay. Like what time can I eat? And I would be like, okay, I have one more hour. Okay. I have half an hour. Okay. Like now I can eat. So it was like always just thinking about food. Um, not knowing that it's literally the same exact thing. I could have just been full from like the full sandwich and been full <laughs> lunch rather than having it like now and then in another while. <laughs> yeah. So that, that one was just bad. But yeah, it was just kind of like that, that cycle of like always being consumed with food and at the same time, like being kind of nervous around food uh, because I was always thinking that it would make me like gain weight. So if I would go out to eat, I would get nervous to, to eat these foods or like be with friends. Like it would kind of always be in the back of my mind. Like I shouldn't be eating this. Like the bread comes out and I'm like, Oh, I can't eat that. Um, so it was always like that 
good food, bad food, like all or nothing, mm. just a lot of confusion um, that I had to deal with over, over the years of trying things like, you know, like even like the fat burning pills, like different droplets, different supplements. Like, I think the only thing I didn't try for whatever reason was like the classic, like skinny teas. Like I did never tried oh, yeah. that, but I tried like everything else. Yeah. And so, um, like looking back on it and then kind of where you are right now, like what made you have that shift in, or where did you have that epiphany of like, okay, this is kind of what I need to be doing. This is what's working as far as like having that good relationship with food, because I mean, most, if not all women at some point in their life, they struggle with body image. They struggle with, you know, guilt or or being reckless and then just not having a good relationship and I know it 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 comes to a point where you have to have that kind of wow moment of really knowing like what's working for you so when did that happen so it was two things that greatly impacted this whole journey for me one was within the actual nutrition and learning about the nutrition and one was more on the mental side of like like self-love in my body mm -hmm. um and it was actually two different people that I eventually like when I was going through all of this for example on Instagram like I followed a bunch of Instagram mm -hmm. models and people with abs and people <laughs> like, that would show like oh this is how good I look and I'm like oh that's motivation that's motivation like then I cleared all of that out and I started following people that actually taught me what was right and what was wrong, um, what was like the best way to do things so that were actually teaching me rather than just showing me a picture of their abs and being like, oh, look like me. Um, so I followed this one girl that she was basically really big into food freedom and like just having foods, you know, that make you feel good, not being concerned with like how, you know, with them being good or bad. And then also just accepting your body for like what it is, even though you want to achieve these physique goals. Cause I realized like when you look in the mirror, it's so easy to be like, Oh, I need to lose fat on my stomach. Like I need to build bigger shoulders. I need to do this. I don't like that. I want to change this, all of that. But you don't look in the mirror and say like, Oh wow. Like my biceps are a little bigger. My quads look nice. Like I'm really strong, like being in the gym, like I, I'm performing well, I'm running fast. So these weren't things that I was thinking about. It was always a negative side on things that I needed to change. So the first thing on the mental side was just shifting that mindset and really focusing, like looking in the mirror, like, okay, I want to pick out all these bad things, but I'm going to instead pick out the good things. Like I, my thing, like I hold a lot, a lot of stomach fat. So I'm always like so drawn to look there first and I would look somewhere else after. Cause it's like, you do it by instinct. Yeah. So once I notice, okay, I'm doing that. Like I'm picking out something bad and then I would just shift like, okay, pick out something good. So I, I really worked on that for a while. And then on the other side, on the nutrition side was just honestly, and it sounds so like cliche because we're coaches and we say to get coaches but I got a coach <laughs> like no it's it's a real thing yeah yeah so I was always a, like I was a trainer um so I knew a lot about strength training like you know soccer training I I was I had all the gym stuff basically down and it was working and I had um 
like a mentor and a coach in the gym that I was interning at. So I was learning all that stuff that I had, but the nutrition is very different. Like you can do all the good things in training, but you have to have the nutrition down. Mm. So I'm like, why am I working so hard? Like I'm still confused. Like something's not working for me. The training, you know, it is working, but like I want it to work better. So um, one person that I had followed for maybe like two years, who was basically the one that taught me like, okay, calories are this, like macros, like just all things nutrition. I finally decided at two years, I'm going to hire him and I'm just going to take this out of my hands. Um, and that was what helped me because it, honestly, it just slowed me down. Like just to take my time and be patient because it's really not that complicated. I just had to have like I had to do things in a certain way, like, you know, eat a certain amount of calories for a certain time and then cut a little bit more, cut a little bit more, like, you know, eat better uh, choices of food, eat more vegetables. Like it sounds so easy, but it's something that we don't do because we think, oh, this is like too easy. Like this still isn't working, but really you haven't done it for long. So I kind of went through like an eight month period where I just took it off my hands and let it be with my coach. And then ever since that, like once I finished, I realized like, okay, this is how I'm supposed to like quote unquote intuitively eat. Like I learned how to intuitively eat. I learned like how I want my body to feel. I learned what foods make me feel good. I learned like to appreciate the, like my body and the fuel that it needs because you know, we need micronutrients. So like I used to hate vegetables and I just kind of took the time to appreciate like how good they are for your body. So that's what I think. And I'm obsessed with vegetables now. Like I can eat them all day, all every day. Yeah. But I used to hate them. So I think that's like a shift. Like think about things like this food is doing this to my body. This food is doing this to my body. And like, what would I prefer? Like, what does my body deserve? Um, so yeah, it was just like that, that self-love kind of um, switch in mindset and then getting a nutrition coach to actually teach me and help me rather than me being confused. Mm, yeah. And I think it's really important. Like so many people, like majority of, of people, it's like, they think they can do it on their own. And it's so silly to me because if you look back at your record and, and you, <laughs> you know, you see like, have you done it on your own? No. Okay get help. Like it's so simple, right? Uh, like you said, eating, it's actually very simple, but it's, it's hard because you are rechanging, redirecting and establishing completely different ways of living and, and mindset, right? Like you said. Um, and I love the point that you made, like before you, you really worked on like reestablishing what was looking better um, a after that. Cause I, I can relate, like I'll look in the mirror and the first thing I'll notice is a bad thing. And it's silly because we're, you know, you and I are in, in decent shape because we put in the work, right? Like, I mean, it's, we're very consistent, but we're still human in the fact that we can easily find a flaw faster than we can find like a win. So I think for a lot of us, if you are starting off, start to find those wins and like hold on to them. Um, and then like what you had said about like having a coach just guide you and finding that foundation because I mean, now when I see you, you have that structure and you have that um, understanding and you have that background to really relate to your clients, um, especially as athletes, because they're used to also pounding down a lot of food. Like I know when I was an athlete younger, like, oh my gosh, I, I would pound so much food, like mindlessly. 
And it's like, yes, you burn a lot, but depending on what you're putting in, your body will respond, right? And so like, you just don't think about it at the time until someone tells you like, hey, that's not the healthiest. <laughs> hey, I feel like I'm getting a little pudgy. Um, so yeah, I love the fact that you got, you got a coach knowing that you needed to make a little shift, even, even as you were progressing, right? Like in your mindset and working on your body. Um, and then you had made one more point of what was it? Enjoying the foods, like finding, finding things that you didn't love and then learn to love them. Um, and not just totally like, say, I'm not going to have them. I'll just put them like in a pill form, you know, like those little like supplement pills. You're just yeah. Like, I'm just going to have it anyway. Like I'll try it sauteed and maybe I'll try it raw. Or, and then your taste buds, and yes. you got used to it because we yes. both know like your taste buds adjust to what yeah. you eat. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk to the person out there. That's like kind of like where you're at. Like they might have been really healthy before life happened. Stress happened. Um, maybe kids happened and they were like, I used to be an athlete and have this rocking body. Like I've kind of lost my way. I, and, and the same thing, they don't really know, know what to eat or how to eat because they were always just eating and burning, right? Between having a high, high intensity type of background. Like, how can you direct that person into kind of coming out of that cave of feeling stuck, lost, um, and just wanting to improve? So uh, the biggest thing uh, would be just slowing down and looking at it first through a different lens um, because you always want to look at any change in your life in a positive sense like except the except the fact that like like where you are and if you aren't happy where you are and you're always like kind of bashing yourself it really doesn't get any better like you're just gonna keep you're gonna progress obviously because you're gonna keep working but you're gonna keep bashing yourself forever until like you'll you'll make progress and still you won't be happy. So it's gotta be that, that, okay, this is where I am now. Like I appreciate where I am. And this also happens because you have to actually be working for it to see anything positive. Like you can't expect to just sit and do nothing for a month and be like, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm proud of you. You have to actually, you know, make the effort. Um, oh, yeah. and seeing things like outside of, cause it's so easy to look at just physique. Like if you're training hard in the gym, like are you getting stronger? Like on days, for example, that I feel like super bloated or like, let's say I ate uh, bad over the weekend or ate too much. Like, and I go into the gym on Monday and I crush a lift and I'm like, who cares if I'm bloated? Like I'm getting stronger. So that should be the number one thing with training. Like you shouldn't be training to punish your body. You should be training be, to celebrate your body and to make it stronger and to just you know like okay I was deadlifting this amount and now I'm deadlifting this amount so looking at training in the sense of like just keep getting stronger don't worry about oh I need to burn the most amount of calories just keep getting stronger um and then the reason I say that is because like that makes you slow down you don't it only makes sense really once you see it a couple years after and I realized like okay I was trying so hard I wanted this I wanted this and if I look back I'm like well no like no shit that I didn't 
look that way. <laughs> like, no, like I, I didn't perform that way because I had only been working out for one year. So I was trying to look like people and perform like people that were for training for five years. Um, and at the same time, it doesn't have to be as slow as I did it. Um, just a little like side tangent. I actually, one of my best friends came back from college last year and I basically, she was in the same place that I was where not so chronic on the dieting, but she was just eat like nonsense. She didn't really like working out. She didn't really know what to do. And she just decided to switch up her life. So mm -hmm. this is before I got like super into nutrition coaching. I started just giving her advice on all the things that I knew were right. And she made the most wild transformation, like my transformation over the course of like five years, she made it in one year. So this is something that I was like, whoa. And then she told me, she was, it's, it's actually really simple. Like everything that you told me to do was so simple. And I was like, yeah, that took me like five years to do. <laughs> um, well, and I think it's because of the mindset shift too, right? Like ultimately it's up to you how you choose to take action behind it and what you choose to actually like absorb in your brain as being like, no, this is really important. Cause people like always say, Oh, I need to work out. Oh, I need to eat healthy. Like, yeah, we all do. Unless you actually do it, like you're not going to get anywhere. And like, it sounds honestly like the ugly truth, but like, yeah, it's, true. it's all connected. Your, your, your brain is broken, which is why your body's broken which is why it takes you so long to see progress. And okay, that doesn't, that doesn't apply to everyone. Cause you know, obviously there are some medical issues and background and like hormonal things that can really take place, which is really not cool. Um, but as far as what you said, like, I think it did take for you just like that broken to break that mindset of saying like, no, you know what, this is really important. And like, in order to get over this, Pump, like I have to do that, right? Like I have to get the coach. I have to figure out nutrition for me, right? Because you tried what everyone else was trying, right? Like, well, we all have, honestly. Um, and I think that's really important to share with people. It's like you took action. Your action was slower, but you saw results. And you saw it faster when you saw somebody take faster action. <laughs> yeah. Once again, just just having it be so simple. So so like what's just like one piece of golden advice i mean we'd already talked a little bit about like what you would say to somebody kind of who was in your spot before but what's a one piece of advice for somebody in general that's kind of on the fence about investing in their health or investing in their coach or investing in it doesn't even have to be a coach but investing in taking that first step um First of all, the fact that they're even kind of seeking this advice means that they've been thinking about it for a while um, and they're going to keep thinking about it. So you're either going to be thinking about it and just kind of taking action on it like now, today, tomorrow, next month, or you're going to continue thinking about it for three months, six months, one year. Like you're always going to be thinking about it. Eventually you're going to do it. Like that's what I've, I've kind of come to the realization with people that hire a coach. Eventually you're just going to do it. So just do it. Um, but the, the one piece of advice is really just it do it the right way like s stop trying to find the quicker fix mm. and slow down have somebody help you slow it down 
and make it actually suit your lifestyle. So the same thing with me, if I take my diet now, it really, all the, the, the habits, the foods that I love were always the same throughout my whole life. So even though I was trying all these million things, all it really took was my diet's exactly the same. I'm eating the same foods other than like the processed foods and all that stuff. But I mean, the same like rice, beans, like same foundation. Um, so yeah, slow it down, have somebody help you so that you can make it fit your lifestyle rather than trying to change your lifestyle and trying to change all these foods. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, kind of tying all these things together, like be patient and just get help. Like it, you won't regret it. You'll be happier. And really you're only just setting up your life for success. So if you do this now, you'll have, for example, I did this, let's say a couple years ago. And now I'm like, chilling like I have this freedom of food like I have this patient I'm, I'm or like this patience I don't get stressed when I eat so like get that off of your hands do this now because you'll be so much happier next year or in a couple months or in two years rather than oh I'm still thinking about it as you've been thinking about it for like multiple years <laughs> probably mm -hmm. so. yeah and honestly it doesn't get any easier as you get older like mm -hmm. I've seen my body change drastically in the last several years but like if people don't know and understand like what to do with the change then it can drastically negatively affect you know as they get older um so i love that being patient you know being understanding to know that it needs to suit your lifestyle because slim fast is not always going to suit your lifestyle no <laughs> it's just one of those things. Um, really. If you can't see yourself doing something for your whole life, don't do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I say the same exact thing to my clients. Like, can you see yourself doing keto, you know, for five, six years? If you can, if you can legitimately, okay, it's worth a try, right? Yeah. But if you, if you can't, then you're wasting everybody's time, including yours. Yeah. Um, so where can people like find you, especially the athletes? Because I mean, I work with athletes. I work with just primarily women in general that are wanting to really slim and shred but i know you have a really good background with with do you work with men and women um talk a little bit about what you do and then where they can find you so i mostly i, I do work with both um mostly women um and yeah it's mostly like that training it's training like an athlete is what i do um just to be i would say like I, even in the peak of my college career, I am a much better athlete now. And I think that it's so easy to be like a has been like, Oh yeah, I was so good <laughs> in college. I was such yeah. a, like, you're not good anymore. Like I'm sorry <laughs> to tell you that you're not an athlete anymore because you just sit around. Um, so it's like, yeah, I, I like that. I don't know if you hear like those things. Oh yeah, I went pro, but I hurt my knee. Yeah. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I could have went pro too, but I didn't like. Yeah, like so. <laughs> it's just my training is mostly like that. Like training, like if you had preseason coming up, because like just being that that athlete, so that you can feel it. Because at, at one point you enjoyed training that way. Like you had a coach kind of pushing you, doing all these things. So it's like this badass training, like just fun training to be fast, fit, strong, like all that stuff. Um, again, uh, also tied in with all the nutrition stuff. Um, but where they can find me is it's N Gomez Movement, and that's on Instagram, uh, TikTok, basically everywhere. That's my email as well. 
um, YouTube, I think. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, and Gomez movement is where they can find me. And most of my content right now is on Instagram and TikTok. That's awesome. Just wanted to say thank you again for listening in. If you found this to be helpful or encouraging you to live that 1% better life, make sure to like and subscribe. We hope to see you in the next episode. And until then, be joyful, be intentional, and be effective.